Welcome to Season 2 of A New Voice of Freedom, the podcast taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity written by Ronald Keith Messer are now broadcast on weekdays. Podcast 21 of Season 2 is entitled Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these. Ron, how do we show our love for our neighbors? In Fredericksburg, Virginia, where the Battle of Fredericksburg was fought, a monument commemorates the brave act of Sergeant Richard Roland Kirkland, a Confederate soldier serving with the South Carolina Volunteers. Sergeant Kirkland was known as the Angel of Mary's Height. He gave water to dying soldiers in the night, regardless of which side they were on, and regardless of the danger to his own life. He represents the best that is in people. Jesus said, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. John fifteen thirteen. Richard Kirkland was willing to lay down his life for both his friends and his enemies. His courage was equal to his compassion. He fought in the Battle of Bull Run, the Battle of Savage's Station, the Battle of Maryland Heights, the Battle of Antietam, the Battle of Chancellorsville, and the Battle of Gettysburg. He was killed in the Battle of Chickamauga. His last words were, I'm done for, save yourselves, and please tell my pa, I died right. Linda, would you read the following account from Wikipedia Encyclopedia? Soldiers from both sides were forced to listen to the painful cries of the wounded for hours, with neither side daring to venture out for fear of being shot by the enemy. At some point during the day, Kirkland allegedly approached Confederate Brigadier General Joseph B. Kershaw, also from Kershaw County, South Carolina, and informed him that he wished to help the wounded Union soldiers. By Kershaw's own account, at first he denied the request, but later he relented. However, when Kirkland asked if he could show a white handkerchief, General Kershaw stated that he could not do that. Kirkland responded, All right, sir, I'll take my chances. Kirkland gathered all the canteens he could carry, filled them with water, then ventured out onto the battlefield. He ventured back and forth several times, giving the wounded Union soldiers water, warm clothing, and blankets. Soldiers from both the Union and Confederate armies watched as he performed his task, but no one fired a shot. General Kershaw later stated that he observed Kirkland for more than an hour and a half. At first, it was thought that the Union would open fire, which would result in the Confederacy returning fire, resulting in Kirkland being caught in a crossfire. However, within a very short time, it became obvious to both sides as to what Kirkland was doing, and according to Kershaw, cries for water erupted all over the battlefield from wounded soldiers. Kirkland did not stop until he had helped every wounded soldier, Confederate and Federal, on the Confederate end of the battlefield. Sergeant Kirkland's actions remain a legend in Fredericksburg to this day. One is reminded of the parable of the sheep and the goats. Linda, please read Matthew 25, 31 through 40. 
when the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all his angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. And before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on the right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee, and hungered, and fed thee, or thirsty, and gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger, and took thee in, or naked, and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick, or in prison, and came unto thee? And the king shall answer, and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devils and his angels. As the brave soldier crossed the bar into paradise, one can almost hear these words from the guardian of the gate. For I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was naked, and ye gave me clothing. I was cold, and ye gave me a blanket. I was wounded, and ye came unto me. I was a stranger, and ye visited me. And Richard shall ask the stranger, When saw I thee thirsty, or naked, or cold, or wounded, or a stranger? The Savior shall reply, Richard, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Come thou, and enter into the rest of thy Lord. But Ron, It is true, for example, that extreme circumstances reveal character. Intense stress filters out the false fronts and unveils the naked truth of our real nature. Most of us aren't on the battlefield. That is where you are wrong. Every one of us is on the battlefield. Satan has been waging war against man since he was cast out of heaven. We have two great weapons. The first is to love the Lord with all our hearts and the second is to love our neighbor as ourselves. Unseen, selfless service is as great in the least as it is in the greatest of war heroes. Nearly every day I see some act of noble charity. How many times have I seen mothers care for invalid children who in this life will never be able to return the kindness? I have seen elderly men and women care for a spouse who is imprisoned in a failing body. I have seen parents show patience to a child in the throes of a tantrum. I have seen other parents stand by rebellious children when hope itself abandoned them. I have seen strangers interrupt their lives, sacrifice their own time and money to come to the aid of other strangers in a crisis. From the earliest memories of my youth, I have been closely acquainted with a lovely woman, now pushing 90, who lives in a leaky trailer. In her yard, she must watch for rattlesnakes, copperheads, and even bears. Recently, two raccoons crawled into her house through a hole in the floor. She is invisible to the world, yet she is a woman who has never let family, friend, or stranger leave her house hungry. I have eaten at her table a thousand times in her immaculately scrubbed kitchen. I have stayed in her home, sharing a bed with three or four other children. 
She is a woman who daily has taken food to elderly neighbors, who has scrubbed the filthy floors of ungrateful in-laws, who, though never having enough money, raised nine children alone, supporting them by selling hand-sewn goods at a flea market, who has brought the hopeless, sickly, and abandoned into her home and nursed them to health at her own expense, who has raised children other than her own because their own parents abandoned them, who, within a few weeks, has buried two sons and a grandson, one from cancer, another from diabetes and a heart attack, and the other from a possible stroke and heart attack. She lost her husband at a young age to a heart attack. Her motto is, We do with what we have. In her grief, she sings a hymn from a very old hymn book. The title is, Put Your Trust in Jesus. Her version of the song is, Hang on a little longer. Help is on the way. Hold on a little longer. Jesus will be here any day. Put your trust in Jesus, and he will help you through. Hang on a little longer. He is there for you. Even now, grateful friends, no doubt once upon a time fed by her, leave baskets of food on her porch, more than she knows what to do with. She will never have a marble monument erected to her on earth, but she will have a crown of gold in heaven. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.